coming up. All right, we took a week off, so we got a lot to talk about. First of all, we're going to lead off with the Bulls Ring of Honor, which we're calling the Ring of Madness. It set off a whole wave of stuff on social media. It was a wild game to be at, so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to jump into the NFL playoffs, including the NFC East collapse that took place over this past weekend. We're going to jump into the NFL's coaching carousel and finish with our favorite real sports names. So without further ado, it's the sports life. We're talking sports. Let's go. All right, so we're going to lead us off with this Bulls Ring of Honor game. Uh, For Caden's Christmas present, I bought a couple tickets, paid a little bit extra because it was the Ring of Honor, and we didn't know uh, ultimately what was going to happen. We didn't know that Michael and Scotty weren't going to come or Rodman. We didn't know any of this. So the tickets were a little more. Also, it was the Golden State Warriors. So Kerr was in town. Steph was there. I mean, an opportunity to get to see Steph live is really cool. So I didn't mind paying a little bit extra. But at the end of the day, for me, there was a couple major dramatic things that went down with this Ring of Honor game. Number one for me, the Michael Scotty thing, not showing up to that is a disgrace. I mean, those fans give anything to those two guys, especially Michael, to come out for one day and spend a half an hour out there at halftime for the fans is something that, for me, is an expectation of them. I was not a Bulls fan during their run, and but I know the way that the city feels about that team and those guys, and it's just a shame that they don't have a great relationship with Chicago. It really bothers me. I mean, that's a special team. That's the most legendary team in Chicago sports history. And then Dennis had some kind of weather issue or something like that. Michael put a message on the board at halftime. Yeah, Scotty did nothing. Right, Scotty didn't even put a message on the board because I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going on there, but it's 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 a broken franchise when you see these kinds of things happening. And then the second thing, so I'll let you guys give your feedback on Michael and Scotty too, but the, the second thing was the Jerry Krause situation where Jerry Krause got booed right away immediately. They showed his wife. She was crying, basically. And I will say this. The fans immediately booed. I was not someone that was booing. I Again, that wasn't my team necessarily. So I was there for the fun of that night. But her, the wife was visibly shaken. And as soon as they saw that, the fans did stop booing. So they did adjust. I, they didn't. When they first said Jerry Krause, they just had his picture up. The fans started booing. They put her up. They immediately stopped. So there was a little bit of a respect factor there. But I mean... People feel different ways about Jerry Krause, Uncle Clinton. I'll let you give your feedback on it. I know that they feel like he tore the team apart, but he also put the team together. So, Bulls don't win any titles without Krause. He he got he got drafted Grant and Pippen to, six to and fill eight in yeah. by Jordan, and then he picked up Rodman and and all these other guys to fill in the the, the pieces to the puzzle. And uh, you know, and maybe they broke the team up a little early, but I think that had more to do with Reinsdorf than it did. Kraus, I think Kraus was just a fall guy, and I think the the the, the Bulls fans just uh, I, I don't know if they weren't around during that time and seen the same thing I did or not, but I I think Kraus should be uh, given some mass praise and some credit for the dynasty that he built here, whether it got broke down a little early or not. Anyway, I mean he didn't he didn't uh, you know have Jordan quit for two or three years in the middle of a run. And they still come one bad call away from making it to the finals without him. I mean, he didn't have anything to do with that. Uh, so, in, in my opinion, uh, you know. 
And he's in the Ring of Honor. I mean, he's in the Ring of Honor for a reason. I mean, that guy's name is in the rafters at that stadium. And, and as far as Jordan and Pippen go, I think both of them should have manned up and showed up up there. There's absolutely no reason that both of those guys should, should not have been there. As yeah, as with, the, uh, with the Krause thing, I think I was around during that time, but when I watched the last dance, I just think the Bulls fans just got greedy. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, you win six championships or whatever, and I, I just feel like they, their mindset is always one more, but now you look yeah. at this team today, you're you're if, wishing you have won. If he would have stayed around and they would have lost, then he would have got blamed for keeping them together for too long. So he, it was kind of a damn... And the guys were getting older. I mean, like Jordan, Pitt, and they're all getting older. Yeah, and they certainly, you know, Scotty had his issues with management and things like that. It's a shame. I mean, it, these guys, well, I can't get over it. These guys should have been there. It's not about them. That's an ego play by both of them. Show up. The fans, you should have seen the ovation Phil got, man. That place oh, was, was that wow. place erupted, and they did not stop cheering until they basically forced them to stop cheering for Phil. He was very appreciative. He was the coach behind that team, and the fans just showed their appreciation. And I will tell you that the applause that he got was much greater than when they announced Michael and Scotty because they weren't there. And Phil was, and it just would have been great yeah, to see them. He could have easily not have gone. Oh yeah, yeah. Phil could have missed it. If one guy was not, was expecting not to go. It's probably been him because of like his age. And stuff. Right, exactly. An older guy that could have missed it, and a lot of the Bulls' old players, they were all there. All the old timers, Butterbean was there, Bob Love. I mean, all the the old timers were there. Yes, those guys were there. They appreciate the fact that they're being recognized. The Bulls would have moved heaven and earth. To have Michael and Scotty be there. If Michael and Scotty said, have it on Sunday at 5 a.m., that's the only time we can make it, the Bulls would have made it at Sunday at 5 a.m. That's what bothers me is that I don't want to hear anything about their schedules. I don't want to hear anything about that because they would have, the Bulls would have done anything to make sure that those two guys were there. They're the primary guys. They're yeah, the top 50 also, players. And I, was Jordan's, also, I was also thinking, like, I feel like if they really, really wanted to go, um, they would have they rescheduled it. They, they, oh, they exactly. Were, they, no, you're it right. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, we have to do it this day. They had to reschedule. That's why I don't think Jordan and Pippen were exactly and, and, dying. And I mean, Pippen's problem with the organization was his, was his contract, which he agreed to. And then after he agreed to a contract, the market exploded. I mean, it, so now we got to reopen up your contract that you just agreed to sign and pay you more money? Play your contract out and then get the bucks. He agreed to the contract that they gave him. I mean, we're talking about arguably the greatest one-two punch in basketball NBA history, right there with Michael and Scotty, and the Bulls are honoring them back in Chicago, back in their home. The banners are raised. The whole everything was done around them, man. They had banners up in the out in the atrium. I mean, it was awesome. And as great as Mike was, he don't win without Scotty. No, ain't no way in the world he, he won in nine Scottie. in the playoffs before Scotty got to town. One in nine. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, no, those two dynamic duo, probably the greatest of all time in terms of a, a one-two punch. They should have been there. They weren't. Uh, the Bulls end up losing that game. Quick note, side note: there, the Bulls were up like fifteen at the half. They gave up forty-nine points in the third quarter. Wait, one quarter, they, thirty-nine points. Forty-nine points in yeah, the third they quarter. They some disaster. I mean, they got outscored thirty points in the third quarter. It was forty-nine to nineteen. Curry hit a bunch of threes yeah. in that game. Curry got hot late. Curry got hot, but Clay, it was Clay's night. Clay had been cold all year. Clay Kuminga. kills the Bulls. Kuminga. No, Kaminga was unstoppable. They could Kaminga's been terrible all year. They couldn't guard Kaminga. It just kind of seems like for the Bulls, when you watch them, at least one, maybe two, maybe three players have the best game of their lives against the Bulls. <laughs> That's a good point. When, when the Bulls like, play against teams. the Spurs, like one guy, I think it was like... A rookie I, scored like... Yeah, 
Um, his last, I have to look, but he had like, like a really good game. Um, the Bulls have guys they play score eight points a game. They play the Bulls, they score thirty. It's unbelievable. I told totally Donovan Mitchell you. at thirty four, and then uh, for the Spurs, um, uh, uh, so, so hanging from his nose. <laughs> you see Trey, it? Trey Jones and Keldon Johnson at thirty and twenty six. Yeah, they've been. This is what happens every single time that the uh, that the Bulls are going. They end up running into a team, and all these subs end up dropping big games against them. It's unbelievable. The team I want to talk about is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, we're jumping. We're jumping. All right, we're moving on. All right, well, if we're talking NFL playoffs, where do we start but the Cowboys-Packers game? (laughs) Go ahead, man. You give it. First of all, why did they keep Mike McCarthy? This guy absolutely cannot win in the postseason. You got Bill Belichick out there and Mike Vrabel. They you said don't even that attempt to get either one of these guys. You just rehire McCarthy. Did this they rehire guy, him? I thought that they said extended for a year. He's extended for one year. I thought they were waiting. He's extended already for a whole other year. Jerry Jones announced, "I'm keeping him for another year." The guy. I mean, the guy's twelve, and he's got twelve wins three years in a row. His last three years, but. He can't win in the postseason. It's horrible. Yeah, I think what they say, he's 12-5 and five for the last three, three years, years right? 12-5, yeah, three, three years in a row. He's win seasons in a row. <laughs> and then you get Vrabel out there. Nobody's even talking about this guy. This guy should be a head coach somewhere. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't. Vrabel's going to get hired. We're going to get I into that coaching. I think Atlanta's going to get Belichick. Do you? I think Belichick's going to Atlanta. And I think Harbaugh's going to the Chargers. And Lord knows where Vrabel's going to end up at, but he need, he needs to get a coaching job. He may end up in Washington. I've been hearing he that Harbaugh is going to end up back in Michigan. That he's just not, you know, he's going to end up. The back. only reason I don't think he goes back there is because Michigan is going to get hit with some heavy sanctions for that sneaking that guy around. On oh the yeah, that could they're be probably, true. They're probably not going to be in the next couple bowl games. He's already interviewed with the Chargers. Uh, so, I mean, I got to be honest. I almost feel bad for Cowboys fans. I mean, they, I know that they're kind of a delusional group, or they're known to be a delusional group, but they haven't won anything in thirty years. What you got to do? Is thirty years. Got to get Jerry Jones and not allow him to be the general manager of the French guy. The guy doesn't know what he's doing. Well, that's why you know a guy like Belichick's not going there. He I mean, he ain't gonna go there and deal with Jerry there. Jones. When, no way. When Parcells was there, they let Parcells at least buy the groceries and go shopping. And they, he got him into the playoffs with Romo, but he didn't. He didn't even really do. Well, Romo had that fumbled snap. There. I mean, they were there. A couple of yeah, things yeah. go their way. You right. need some stuff to go your way in the postseason. But, I mean, you got to have he, some he of those. Mika Parsons, he disappears in big games. I mean, second he, half of his seasons, he turns into an average player. He I mean, disappears I, in big games, and it's just. Uh, I, I, Dak I, don't have it. I'm telling you right now, I, Dak's one of those guys that's a good he, quarterback. But Her, he's Hurts not. was injured. He's got no AJ Brown. That's still no excuse. The Eagles should have won the game against Tampa. I mean, that that head coach there. I think his head's on a chopping block too. I think he's in trouble. He's in trouble, which is amazing that you could win the Super Bowl, have your team at ten and one. They lose six of their last seven. Total collapse. And for me, the offense kind of was what they they were what they were the whole year. It was the defense. You could just run the ball right down their throat. There was in games where Philly needed to get a stop late in the game. 
where you knew the other team was going to run the ball, and they just run it right up the gut. They couldn't stop anybody. I, I think the Bears are going to end up bringing my guy Ron Rivera back here for defensive coordinator. I think. I think Riverboat Ron. He's, I think Riverboat Ron's coming back. I would back. just put Eberflus at the NFC East absolutely collapsed. Total, and total the, the Cowboys, I mean, the Packers-Cowboys, that wasn't even a game. I mean, they scored a couple late touchdowns to put up uh, 16 points, but it wasn't. Uh, it was Jordan, not a game. Jordan Love, who basically has a wide receiver that you can't even hardly name, made all those guys look like superstars out there against Dallas. It's, it's, heart, like it's heartbreaking for Chicago Bear fans that – the Packers have now went from Favre to Rodgers, two guaranteed Hall of Famers, and now this kid looks like he's got it. And people were saying he didn't have it. I was watching him early in the year going, I don't know, man. He sure looks like he throws I, the ball well to me. I, I mean, I don't know. I did a little research on Caleb Williams. I still don't like him. Oh boy! Oh boy! Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I've, I've watched. There's a lot of talk going on in this town about the Bears and Fields and all that. I'm sorry if you want to win Super Bowls, you can't keep Fields. I think I think Atlanta's going to trade the first round pick for him. I think the Bears are going to going to get a first round. I think. I think I feel like he's going to end up in Pittsburgh. I just the Pittsburgh quarterback situation is an absolute disaster. I mean, you go. You I don't know. think Fields great, but he's a huge upgrade in that city. Don't you? What about Fields for picking straight up? You, no, they're not. The Bears ain't going to do that. The Bears. The Bears need to make. They need the, the Bears, to take their shot. I think the Bears are going to get the number eight or eight overall pick from Atlanta. Yeah, I heard this was what they get that. They get that. That's a haul for Fields, a first round pick. That is, yeah. That, that that's a good. It's a good pick, and Fields would be an upgrade over there from Desmond Ritter and, and oh god, uh, and, and Taylor Heineke. I think Ritter's awesome. Yeah, you just stink. wait for that guy. And to he's got a decent, there's decent court. He's got the two good running backs. Got Drake London as as your wideout. You got uh, they got Bijan. Got the tight end. They got Pitts. Uh, Pitts. I they, mean, got they got good offensive players, no and doubt. They got a, and they got a decent defense too. So I mean, that's. Uh, and they may have a decent coach coming to town. <laughs> I know Harbaugh and uh, Belichick both interviewed in Atlanta, which I'm thinking, how are you interviewing Bill Belichick? If he wants to go there, you got to hire Bill Belichick. He's sticking around for that. But I just laugh when you see the, the Falcons interviewed Bill Belichick. Uh, let's put it this way. If Bill Belichick wants to work in Atlanta, Bill Belichick's working in Atlanta. I mean, he's not... You don't have to wait to see if the Falcons are going to hire you. You know what I mean? The only thing Belichick wasn't very good at was he was not very good at drafting the, uh, the talent. He was not very good well, at Well, since he so took that over, it didn't work out. He was not very good at it. I mean, you know, he, him and Brady. It's not for perfect, everybody. Him and Brady were the perfect combination, and they, they wreaked havoc for a long time. Another game I want to see, I want to see Patty Mahomes finally have to go on the road and win a playoff game. But I think that Josh Allen's going to give her the old Chokeshmoe City row and go down, and Kansas City's going to get through again. Well, I always say, you know, KC took down the Dolphins. The Dolphins' offense was absolutely brutal. And I will tell you this. I will tell you this, though. 19-7, they got them third and 20. The, the Dolphins' defense has the Chiefs third and 20. It's like... I think it's early fourth quarter, late third. That was a uh, roughing the pass. Yeah, that one it was pretty weak. <laughs> it was, weak. And it's the, see, for me, those Mahomes calls are 
it's the time of the game. I mean, that's a critical time. Dolphins get the ball back there. They put together one possession. That's a game. Instead, the Chiefs end up scoring on that possession. Right. It goes to 26-7, to seven, and that's where the game ended up. And it, it's, so, uh, it, like the one guy said after the game, he's like, I can't hit a guy high. I can't hit a guy low. You know, I got to start taking people's knees off. He, he was says, coming at him. He was he, he was within, a, you know, three feet of Mahomes and gave him a little something extra, but it didn't seem like – I didn't think that no, was – No, then they got him for the low hit, two around the ankles. They called roughing the pants around in that game, too. Oh, I didn't see that one. I'm talking yeah. about the one on the third and 20. Oh, yeah, Mahomes got a so, couple times. So, I'm with you. I think you can't sleep on Mahomes, man. I mean, this guy, you just don't know, and, and there's just no standout I teams. just do not trust Josh Allen ever, 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 ever. That guy's going to implode. He's going to – Look at what they did against the Steelers. They beat the Steelers 31-17, but that was a game late. I mean, if Rudolph doesn't throw a pick late, that's a game. I mean, they the Bills just don't know how to put anybody away. So I think that I agree with you. I think KC is going to end up pulling that one out. Now, um, Texans took out the Browns. That was a wipeout. That game was close early. Flacco was throwing I'm some dimes. I'm really and then, interested to see what Stroud's going to do against Baltimore. That Houston team scares me. I know, man. That Stroud Houston looks so good. And Stroud with no tank Dell either. This I just don't is, think he has a running game. And he, has, he doesn't have that tank Dell. That's why I think. totally poised, though. He don't, he don't let nothing bother him. He's totally poised. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they beat Baltimore. Because I think Baltimore's just too good. Uh, It'll be interesting. I, I am going to make uh, one... Prediction this week, I think Green ba- Green Bay rolls uh, yeah, out I'll again and takes out the forty nine. You guys both like them. I'm taking Green Bay. Purdy's going to wet his pants, and I'm taking the Pack and the Detroit Lions. I got the bucket. and then and then Detroit is going to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know what? You mentioned Detroit. That was the best game of the of the weekend. Was was Detroit against the Rams? And my Two. Guy, my guy Puka Nakua oh, can play. I'm going to tell you, I watched Puka in that game. That guy right now, he's one of the best receivers in football. I mean, he is – he's got field speed. He's not super fast. He's got field speed. And he will catch it in the middle without hesitation, and he will take your best hit. I mean, I was so impressed watching him. He was getting popped over the middle. He didn't care. You think anybody's not going to draft him next year? Oh, my God. Football? He's going to be a top – He's going to go after Jefferson and maybe a couple other guys and then Puka. I mean, you, you can't – a guy that catches balls like that and is willing to take hits over the middle, he's invaluable. He was so impressive. As a matter of fact, this was the best game. These teams were very well matched. There was a P.I. at the end of that game against Puka that was not called. Yes, there was. He, he, he was going to go up and he was going to get that he ball at his high point and the guy had his jersey. Yep. He couldn't jump up. Yep. That changed the game. They get that P.I. call – they probably win that game right there. That. So that that changed it. There was a yeah another hit. one earlier that he got nailed on that they didn't right. call either. And that game runs two. Yep, passing their friends calls that Puka should have got. There was a, a dirty hit on Higby, man. Oh God, I mean you hate to see this. The the NFL's it's in the knee. I'll, I'll tell you guys can go I'll, I'll tell you this. The, the, the NFL when you when you watch the playoffs and you watch it on a weekly basis, they still got a lot of things they're trying to figure out, like, right? They, they don't know. They're trying to keep guys from headhunting. Like Chris now you've got guys well. jumping at a guy's knee. Like Chris immediate Canty torn said, ACL. Like Chris Canty said on, on ESPN, he said, look, if you ask the NFL players if they'd rather get hit in the knee or the head, they'll all tell you they'd rather get hit in the head. Every single one of them. Uh, I don't know Every what the trade-off is, but you can't have guys trying to catch a football yeah. over the middle of the field and have a guy jumping at your knees. Well, I mean, he's speared them. Where is a defender supposed to hit you? 
in the chest. If he goes up high, if he goes up high, he's gonna you tackle a guy. You wrap him up, up. You wrap him up, and you tackle him. And just like just like the quarterback, Josh Allen fakes like he's gonna slow down, so everybody backs up and don't hit the guy because they're afraid they're gonna get. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And then the guy takes off. These fake slides and these guys getting an extra five six yards up the sideline. Quarterback, you want a fake slide, you're gonna get popped. Look, if you're running, you should be able to get hit. Period. Yeah, fake slide. Because they they it's like they they want to slide. They act like they're going to slide, and then they go pick up two, three more yards, and then if somebody hits yeah, them, I'm, I'm with you on that. But when you saw what happened to Higney, they go, this is what the NFL's teaching. You can't be teaching guys to do that. I told Caden, I go, I guarantee you he just tore his ACL. I go, I could see it. You saw his knee collapse from the side. I knew it. Sure enough, the next day, torn ACL for Higney. Well, I, I mean, mean, when they talk, I mean, when they give the flag to the late hits with a guy like Mahomes and Josh Allen, why don't they give the call to Fields? Fields had a awful call going against him. He does the same Bay. thing. He's half yeah, slides. You either slide or you don't slide. Allen does that and he gets the he call. Doesn't, he Fields doesn't get the calls at him. You're, you're right. I would agree. He's like the old Cam Newton treatment. Cam Newton used to Cam miss Newton, a lot of that. Because he was big, Cam but, Newton. You know what? While calls. we're talking about stuff the NFL is still trying to figure out, I still feel like they're trying to figure out a catch half the time. They're still. Try- I've, seen, I've seen plays in games where I'm going, Nobody knows. The, the the guy comes on. Oh, we're going to bring in our in-house official. Oh, yeah, I think that's a catch. Then they come on the thing. No catch. They still don't know what a catch is. They're still figuring that out. But here's the worst thing to me. Why are they still using chains? I mean, is this is this, this is the NFL. How do you it's measure a, No, no, no. You can't. There was a play the other day. I, oh, forgive me. I don't remember the game it was in. It looked like it was short. And the players are sitting there going, What's the deal? And they go, no, first down. And the players are sitting there going, It was a Bears game. It was a Bears game. And yeah, it, looked, Packers. it looked like it looked like he didn't make it. And the, they go, first down. The players are like, what the heck? They said, oh, bring out the index card and all stuff. Here's my point. If you ever watch a tennis match on ESPN, they can pinpoint. There's GPS in the tennis ball. And they can pinpoint within a millimeter of whatever, of the line, if that thing hit the line or not. Put something in the ball to dictate where it made it, what point it made it to, or do something. You can't be bringing out chains to try to figure this out. This is 2024, and these guys are lugging out chains to figure out if they're an inch short or if they get a first down. they got to come up with something new. Tennis and all these other sports got all this ball technology. They can figure out if it's in or out, whatever. we got to step it up. You think eventually there's going to be a 19-game season? Of course. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. For a league that people can't stop watching, they still got a lot of stuff they don't know what they're doing. They barely know what a catch is. They can't, they can't figure out if they want guys to hit low, hit high. All they that. don't know what a roughing the passer is. That's what I mean, come on. said. Where am I supposed to hit a guy? The play in New Orleans, the, uh, when the Rams made it past New Orleans, oh, yeah. was that four or five years ago? That P.I.? Oh, you you can't allow this stuff time. to happen in the top the top football you know, sport in the whole world. I mean, this is the class... Of pro football. The NFL is the class of pro football. You can't allow these things to happen. But the the NFL doesn't do anything to these referees that make the wrong calls. They need to kick these guys out or penalize them or fight them or do something. How about the Detroit game this year? Detroit-Dallas. Yeah. The guy's checking in. This cannot happen. I mean, this is going to happen. He puts the guy that's checking in. He was out in the parking lot. I'm I'm telling you right now, this is going to happen in a Super Bowl. This is going to happen in an AFC or NFC championship game where the NFL still doesn't have a tight ship there. Now, most fun to watch, greatest pro football league in the whole world, 
But there's only in one. NBA and MLB, it's a good point, Katie. There's only well, there's XFL stuff, but point XFL. B, point being That's is this is football. The amount of money that this league is worth, we should not be having these conversations. They need to get this figured out. They need to get it figured out now. The commissioner needs to have an emergency button that he can hit that just shuts everything down until the commissioner can explain what just happened here. Emergency, red light on the field. Woo, woo, woo. Goodell has to figure out what just happened. You can't have the um, Lions lose that game because of what happened there. You can't have that happen. You can't have what happened in New Orleans against the Rams five years ago. You cannot let these things yeah, happen. Fortunate, Period. Fortunate, Emergency button. Fortunately for the Lions, the, the Cowboys lost, and they get that second home game. They should have had that game anyway. Exactly. Yeah, but the thing is, like, like the games, um, not just well, not not t- not talking about like the Lions Cowboys. But this, they're not like the Saints and Rams. They're not. This is not talking about just one game. This is talking about their season, right? Like I propose the, the emergency work. button, dude. I, this is the ultimate. This they is my. Also, don't call the, the same plays for the same guys. But they never back in the NBA. Michael Jordan would get a foul call if somebody blew air at him, and another guy would go down the lane and get hammered, and they wouldn't call the foul. I mean, it, it's oh yeah, it, it's 10, 12 free throws pre- a game. Pre- no preferential. What. You, you should average 30 points a game when you get 15 free throws a game. I mean, that's it's just, just the way it is. I just went off on a little bit of a tangent. I just think, you know, as I'm watching more and more of this NFL football, you, you just can't have these things. I think they need to tighten this up, figure out, make sure that everybody understands the rules. I still don't know that they got a lot. There's many things they just don't have figured out yet. So, all right, let's jump to these, um, let's jump to these next round games. I know we, we talked about them a little bit. We there's some heavy lines on these games. I was just looking at them. The uh, all right, we'll start with the top one. The first game is on Saturday at three thirty. Texans Ravens. Ravens favored by nine. These are big numbers in the playoffs. These are big playoff numbers. I think Houston covers. Houston will probably cover that game. I like the Ravens to to advance. Uh, Packers Forty Nineers got the Niners favored by nine and a half. I'll take Green Bay. I mean, you guys are both taking Green Bay straight up. Yeah. All day long. I am taking the 49ers. I just... I, you I, got, it was the last pick of the draft. Like, I, I get it, but the Niners... The Packers, great story this year. Love has closed the season on a fantastic note. I just think the Niners are too good. I think they're going to I think they're gonna make it through. Then we got Bucks-Lions. Lions favored by 6.5. I mean, these are big numbers. Lions cover. Lions, I agree. I don't think the Bucks stay in that Bucks game. Bucks offense is just not, not, not enough. Yeah, I really, I just don't. I don't know. Jared Goff could easily. <laughs> don't say it, Caden. What don't we want to see? His evil twin. His evil twin. He had an evil twin play <laughs> in that Buccaneers. game. Did you see it? He tried the lateral with both hands, and the ball went flying around. If, if Goff can avoid the evil twin play, which is the one where basically me, I get in Goff's body and I have to quarterback an NFL play. And they want me to pass it. Golf has one or two of those every game. And that's if usually can, under pressure. That's what the Buccaneers are good at doing. If he can avoid that, the Lions easy win. And the Lions, man, good for the Lions. Advancing, the, the coach, he's an animal. The guys really got that team believing. Um, they got good players. In the, the last potter, the pot before that, I thought the Lions were going to the Super Bowl because I'm a guy that believes – if you can run the football and play defense, you're going to make it a long, long way. And Detroit can do both of them. So but running's the more inconsistent thing. So, so we're all on the same page about Detroit. Then we got Chiefs-Bills. We got Buffalo favored by three in that game. Uh, 
I hope to God Buffalo wins. I want Mahomes out so bad. I'm going with the Chiefs, man. I just I, I here's trust Jack I, I, I think we're gonna see it. Chiefs Ravens and we're gonna see I think we're gonna see Niners Lions. I don't know. I'm kind. Of, I'm going chalk. I, I'm sure I'm going to screw this up. I just. I, I still do see that Ravens Niners. This is what I'm hoping. Super Bowl. I'm hoping Texans Lions, but that's not going to happen. But I really the hope Lions can easily get there. Lions. Any. I, I Lions firmly believe. I firmly believe any of the teams here can get there except the Buccaneers. To me, the Buccaneers, and oh, then I'm after after them, the after them, it's the Texans. But I think the Texans, after what they did to Cleveland, I mean, nothing's to say that Stroud can't come out and, and push them through. So I think that, uh, that's but I, I think this is open that's field. A game that a guy like Lamar Jackson's got to win. Yes, He's it is. He's got to start winning some playoffs. I, I agree. I mean, if you're going to be calling yourself a two time MVP and you can't get out of the first round essentially in the playoffs for him, I, you need to start winning some playoff games. I'm 100% with you. This is his time, and I think he's going to get it done. I mean, he's been special this year. He's just hard to handle right now, and I think that he's going to get it done, no doubt, in that game. These are tricky, man. I mean, like I said, for, if you're, especially if you're picking spreads here. Is so good. He is. He's that he's a true. So he's he's definitely the real deal. Look at what he's doing with these guys. I mean, Nico Collins. I think last year had like thirty catches. This year with him, he had eighty plus catches, yeah. thirteen hundred yards. I mean, this is what they good quarterbacks Dell, do. Would make some real habits right now. I agree. With Tank Dell in there, this team is this team would be very, very dangerous to have those guys on uh, opposite sides, two quality receivers with that guy throwing them the ball, very dangerous. So yeah, I think the only thing we disagree on is the uh, the Packers. That, you guys like the Packers staying I hot? The I think they go chance. down. The Niners are just loaded. Dude, they get they're loaded on offense and defense, man. I, I it's gonna take something special for the Packers to get past. It all the starts Niners, for so. a quarterback, and I just I don't see Brock. He's gonna make. I a lot don't of think he's gonna have to do a lot. That's the thing. I think Purdy can go seventeen for twenty five for one hundred eighty yards with a, a touchdown and an interception and still win. I mean, when you got McCaffrey. And you got the talent that yeah, they got. Yeah, the cap back fully healthy. Now. Yeah, he, he's well. He's had time. I know, but they might still coming have... off a bye. I mean, they're they're locked and loaded. They're ready to go. So we'll I see, mean, man. It's it's all you don't know. It's playoff time. Back there, the 49ers just don't scare me. I understand. I, they don't scare me at all with that guy back there. And and even if they advance, you're you still like the Lions I getting past them. Detroit. Detroit's oh, an yeah. interesting team this year, no doubt about They're, it. Their that coach is a is a is a, a, a nut job. Dan He's wild, man. I like him. He ain't him. afraid to go. I'm telling you, he was my coach of the year. I don't he ain't see afraid how... to go. No. Oh, my God. He goes all the time. He's going. It's hard to not give the guy from the, the Texans the coach of the year. That team, I know. That team stunk last year. Did this you game. see they had him uh, mic'd up, and he told his, his DB, he said, right here, when Flacco steps out here, he says, step in front. Decide quick. Step in front. Interception. Next drive. Pick six. Exactly what he told this guy to do. I mean, exactly. It showed he had him. He had him, you know, arm over his shoulder. Really? Had the iPad, and he said, when he when he makes this play, and you see the tight, I think it was the tight end, and you see the tight end roll out, step right in front. It'll pick. It'll be a pick, just like he called. Exactly. Yep, pick six. It was one of he threw consecutive pick sixes. Flacco did. He yeah. threw two two passes in a row for pick sixes. Yeah. Question is, will Flacco be? 
the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns next year? I don't think so. I think he's going to, you know, I think he probably will be yeah, a backup somewhere. I think I he's definitely not going to be the Cleveland I Browns. They got Watson. The, I say he goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He he, I, he will not start next year, but a guy that's still got arm strength like that, he's yeah, got he he's got a backup spot. Steelers got to get a quarterback. Yeah, Flash Steelers are going to end up with Fields somehow. I don't know how it's going to happen. I have not looked at the scenarios. Mike Tomlin needs a quarterback. He's getting Fields, and Fields will have success there. But I I still don't want him here. I just don't. I mean, either. Well, um, I don't want. I would want Caleb. Either. I know you don't want Caleb. Yeah, I'll take Caleb. I like the guy from LSU. Hey, Gavin Malay sent me all these videos that I gotta send you, showing all this analysis done on Caleb Williams, how he's the how he's the truth. So, he said I gotta send him to you. It's this guy that breaks down all this quarterback play. I don't know enough. The scouts don't know who's gonna be the best. Uh, Bryce so Young went first. So Stroud went all in. He he wants Williams. Stroud did not go first. And look at what they got. Well, look just, who I'm went first. Saying, that guy did nothing. The guy so, was awful. Where's Gavin get all this information? I gotta send it to you. He said, "Send these to your research. brother." He said, "Send these well, to your I'm brother." Not. Well, I think that I mean, like the Bears, they tried. I mean, they could have easily like everyone was like, uh, everyone. I think since the Bears last time they were drafting a quarterback, they were trying to like, you know, they're. They're trying to make a career like mine, like, oh, we're going to draft Trubisky. Almost every expert on the radio except Tommy Waddle is, is on this Caleb Williams guy. Almost all of them said, you have yeah, but to I'm thinking, like, guy. I think they're going to go with Williams because um, they try to, they try to like, say, oh, yeah, we're going to go with Trubisky, and if it works out, everyone's going to be like, we're Tom, geniuses. Tommy Waddle was on the radio today, and he said, last year when CJ Stroud, they went to watch him play, and they were watching his workouts and stuff. They weren't really watching him. They were watching Marvin Harrison Jr. He yeah. said, that's the guy that should, the Bears should take with the number one pick in the draft. Oh, man. He looks special. What's your guys' opinion on the coaching carousel thing? I mean, we, we touched on it a little bit earlier. You got Harbaugh. I wrote down four names. Well, Harbaugh. I know is where do we take Vrabel's? But I got Harbaugh, Belichick, Vrabel, and, and Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Yeah, I, Carroll I thought he was too, but I think he still wants to coach. That seemed like he does. A, he wanted to coach the Seahawks. They let him go. Yeah, but they, then they said they're giving him an office position or something. I think he's going to end up coaching somewhere. I'm going to go. How I'm many gonna, openings are there? Right I'm going to go out on a limb and say somehow, some way, Carroll ends up in San Diego. I mean, it just seems to fit him, man. He's where did he? Where was he coaching college ball? Where did he coach college ball, uh, Carroll? Uh-huh. Wasn't he at USC? He coached USC. He coached USC. Yeah. I could somehow see him sneaking into the mix there. Wait, I where? Guess, uh, in San Diego. Oh, I don't know. I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing out some ideas. I, I have no idea. This is not no. Ins- I, I, I don't have any inside information. Job is a lot for Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh I think stays in Michigan. I don't know why Belichick in Atlanta. I mean, I don't know, but I. I, I'm going to say Vrabel goes to Dallas. I, I have not I heard this Mike the, McCarthy thing. McCarthy's He's getting fired. Locked, McCarthy's locked in. I got to look this look up. Look it up right now. McCarthy, McCarthy is McCarthy not is locked in. in. Yeah, he is. Jerry Jones gave him a vote of confidence for one more year. When did this happen? I was just listening to Two days ago. No, it's just today. McCarthy on returning the Cowboys. What? What a terrible move. Oh, my God. All right, so I guess he's not. I think if the Falcons. <laughs> what else is I open? I think if the Falcons. Well, Redskins. Reds. This is all that's open. Uh, I don't. Uh, if the, the Carolina Jets going to be open, that's where Vrabel might end if up. If the Falcons, Carolina. If the Falcons get a quarterback, Bill Jack's going there. Falcons are getting Fields. I'm saying Pete Carroll to San Diego. Harbaugh stays in Michigan. Belichick to Atlanta. 
and Vrabel. I'll just say Commanders. I'm gonna say Chargers. I think Vrabel goes to the Carolina Panthers. You think so? I don't even know who was the coach Vrabel. there this year in he's, Carolina. He's fired. Whoever. <laughs> if he's not fired yet, he will be fired. All right, the we're moving. Commanders is, is, is a job that, that Pete Carroll might be able to do. I like Pete Carroll, dude. Pete I, I think coach. he's a good coach. I mean, I think that obviously that play on uh, in the Super Bowl from the one-yard line, one of the worst Man, calls. you got to run it in. One of the worst calls ever, but I still like him. He's full of energy. I think he gets a lot out of his teams. I, I like him. All right, we're moving on. All right, real sports names. We came, We went from sports movies to fictional sports names to then we said, all right, we got to give our favorite real sports names. So Uncle Clint's smiling. He's got a list. Caden, you got any ideas, any names yeah, you want to throw out? Yeah, I got give, a couple. Give, give me a couple because I know you're going to go. <laughs> okay, okay. You're going with just something. Uh, what is it, Japanese baseball? Is that what yeah, you're Yeah, I got signed by the Padres. Okay, okay. What else you got? Um, Coco Chris. Coco Crisp is on my list for sure. I mean, the fact that his name's Coco Crisp. I mean, that's when I was in uh, when I was in high school. I used to come home from wrestling practice and I would eat a bowl of Coco Crispies every night, man. And this guy's name is Coco Crisp. He played with the Indians when the Indians played the Cubs in the World Series. He actually had a really good series. Any other names? Um, I got a no. whole bunch. I got a whole bunch. Uncle Clint, what do you got? I got I'll try I'm not a, to repeat it. This guy, he was a soccer player. His name is Fabian Ashman. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, that's, come on. Now here comes Ashman again. Yeah, yeah, right. You're going here. last name, you get, so you can't you get, get another guy. Dick Pole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. These are actually people. Like and then you gotta say these, like you whatever got, sport they got, play. You got uh <laughs> It's Boots Day today. There's a guy named Boots Day. He was a uh, Major League Baseball player. I had a uh, NASCAR guy named uh, Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle's on here, yeah. <laughs> then, you, then you had uh, Wolfman Wolf. He was a soccer <laughs> player. I mean, where do you come up with some of these people here? Ben Gay. Yeah, he's a kicker. I am hip. Oh, I'm hip. Oh, yeah, I got one. Rudy Gay. Rudy, okay. Well, Sammy Six Killer. <laughs> what about? All right, I, I got. Here's some recent ones you'll know. What about Chuba Hubbard? Oh yeah. One <laughs> hook, four hookers. Oh yeah, I saw him. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of an interesting name, DeBrickashaw Ferguson. That's yeah. kind of an interesting name. Yeah. Um, Milton Bradley. When uh, what's his name? Chad Johnson changed his name. Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. Yeah, Milton Bradley, the board game named you know named the same name as the board game guy. Then you had God Sham God. I, I got God Sham God down here. What about Yinka Dare? Yinka. Solid, solid. All right, I, I went. I did a kind of a mix here because I was kind of playing with ones that people would know, and then some funny ones. We went through a bunch of the funny ones, but uh, in in indie racing, willpower. It's a pretty good name, yeah. Willpower. I went with some that kind of fit the sport, and I think Willpower for racing and Usain Bolt for running is. I mean, Usain Bolt when you're a sprinter, that's got to be one of the coolest names ever. We might, you might remember this guy, Richie Incognito. Yeah, guy was a nut. Anything but incognito, he yeah, was. He, he was, was like, always in trouble. He was, he was making all kinds of. Yeah, he was wild. The dolphin. He was a wild man. I had him on here. I had Dick Buttkiss. 
Dude, Dick well, Butkus, I mean, that's just obviously classic Dick all-time Butkus middle linebacker. would not be allowed to play in the NFL today. He'd be kicked out of every game. He would. He'd get thrown out. He was trying to rip people's heads off. Uh, Natron Means. I just thought of him. I just love that name. Natron Means. World be free. World be free. I got him on the list also. World be free. Peekaboo Street. Peekaboo Street. I the name also. Skeeter, yep. But these are my – now I'm going to get to my favorites from the standpoint of not only great names but top players, right? Willie Mays. I think Willie Mays is just a classic sports name. There's just something cool about it. Willie Mays, then Major League came along. You had Willie Mays Hayes. Uh, another one, the, this gentleman obviously changed his name, but his original – Yes, the name Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay is one of the coolest names uh, of all time, I just love the name Cassius Clay. And then, uh, last but not least for me, would be Shaquille O'Neal. I think that, that the name Shaq, and the way he branded that name I, I was went, really awesome. I, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem oh, yeah. Abdul-Jabbar, what was his original name? I don't know. But yeah. I, I want to be off topic just for one second. How is this better beef guy? 38 <laughs> years old and I've never heard He's turning 39. I tried to tell you when they when they were talking about Canelo uh, being uh, a light heavyweight. So I, I said I said the only fight at light heavyweight is Better Beef and Bevel. That's Who do you it. Think wins that fight? Oh man, Bevel is a better boxer. Bevel is more skilled, but, but Better Beef Better Beef brings a hammer, man. And these guys, those are the two best light heavies. If there's any light heavy Who fight you want to watch, wins that fight. I would go with, with Bevel. The reason I would go with Bevel is because he has a lot of amateur experience, and I just don't know that he's going to get in trouble. I think he finds a way to not get in trouble in that fight. Oh, but, yeah. God, is it hard to go. And the, the age thing's got me a little worried. I When you see better Beef, he doesn't look 39. I just – I can't believe – he's about to turn 39 in like a week. I cannot believe it. I mean, he's the top of the sport. He's 20-0 and with 20 knockouts. Nobody wants to fight him. Nobody wants to fight. I never even heard of this guy until a couple of years. Well, I, I told you about him. Who is better? Yes, be? he's well. Better be, better be. If he just fought and he knocked the guy out, and the guy was a good fighter. I mean, he just he wears you down, and and he he and he's got a jaw. I mean, he's got a chin. He just doesn't. Canelo said he'll fight Crawford anytime, anytime. See, I don't. I was looking for that. I could not find that that Canelo said he'd fight Crawford because Canelo gets no benefit from fighting Crawford. He's a small guy. If Crawford beats him, it tarnishes Canelo's legacy. Canelo's just going to keep taking his money grabs elsewhere. He's not going to get in the ring with Crawford. Crawford wants to move up from forty-eight to sixty-eight. To fight him, which is insane, you know. Uh, one forty-eight to one sixty-eight. He wants to jump twenty pounds, three weight classes. That would, that would be my concern that he would lose going up that much in weight against Canelo. That's a lot. That's a lot of weight. But um, you know what? There's been fights like I'll give you an example. Bernard Hopkins fought Felix Trinidad at one sixty, and Hopkins stepped into the ring at like one fifty-seven, and people are like, "What is B Hop doing?" He, he, lost, he just absolutely schooled him. So sometimes you don't know. You know, Roy Jones uh, went up the heavyweight and beat John Ruiz, who was a pretty skilled heavy at the time. So you can do it, but I jumping have, at that I level. I see this better be Bivol fight. I, I, that's I, the I, fight I, you want to see. I, I in my opinion fight. right now in boxing, better be have against Bivol in the light heavyweight division is the best fight that can be made. And then after that, you're going to step down into the Welter, Junior Welter range, and there's a lot of good fights you can make in there with some of the guys with the Haney's and 
you know, Lomachenko's, and there's there's a lot of good fights to make there. You can mix and match. Uh, there's tons of good competition. More fights Crawford got left in a Crawford's there. pretty much retired unless he gets unless he gets a big payday to something to cement his legacy even further. I mean, he has had an amazing career, Bud Crawford. He's a stud, no doubt about it. Hey, uh, re- regarding these names, uh, Shu threw out a couple things to me because he listens to the pod. And he said, "What about Jimmy Chitwood? Remember when we were talking about the the fictional names? So Jimmy Chitwood was the guy from uh, from Hoosiers." And then he mentioned Shaq's character in Blue Chips. What the heck was his name? It was like Neon or something. You remember? Do you remember Shaq in Blue Chips? I mean, I'm gonna look at Leave it. Leave it to shoot and come up with something. Like Shaq. He gave me a couple. He gave me those. I know he gave me those two, and I was like, those are good. Those are good honorable mentions that I that I missed. I Shaq. Love Michigan to win, but I'm glad for Maloney that uh, that uh, that the Wolverines pulled it down. So you got it. You got one there, Patrick. Shaq in Blue Chips. Here it is. He's he was. Neon, I think Boudreaux or something. I'm trying to find his last name. <laughs> but anyway, he gave me a couple of those. Well, that was, we were talking sports movies and names. Neon was one of them. And then obviously, uh, Jimmy Chitwin, he gave me one other one. For some reason, it's not coming to me. But I was like, you're right. We missed those. We landed most of them. We got most of them right. But he said when he heard you say Scooter McGavin, he said he almost drove off the road when he heard you say that. So I thought that was that was pretty good. But we're going to shut it down tonight. This has been fun. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Remember to like us and follow us on Spotify and Apple or wherever you get your pods. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great night.